Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sunday edition of Housing Information You Can Trust for the next two hours right here at AM 760 WJR and the Inside Outside Guys. My name is Ken Calverly, and I am the Outside Guy. Chuck Bridenstine, the Inside Guy, thrilled to be with you, and it truly is a Sunday, isn't it? It is. What a beautiful, beautiful morning. It is bright and sunny out there. Let's do the Mr. Rogers song. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. No, please don't do that. Come on. Please don't I mean, do I've that. got a cold. You do. So you go ahead and sing. <laughs> I'll critique you. want a you. lot of people to tune out right away. I know. I, you let get me singing. You used to That's listen to that funny. show. And I apologize. I, I said two hours. Next two hours. We're going to listen for the next three hours because we're going to have a bonus hour between noon and one with Jeff Weaver in Clarkston Window and Door. He is fun, and I got to tell you, every time you and I get a chance to sit with him and Matt Fritz, our sales uh, person extraordinaire, we learn something. Yes, it's like you think you know somebody after several years, and and Jeff, Jeff's one of those guys. If you walk into Clarkson Window and Door, his office is right inside the front door. He's sitting there. It's it's not it's not the hawk's there. He's sitting there because he wants to help people. Right. <laughs> You're right. And you and I always enjoy that. So we encourage you strongly to put on an extra pot of coffee about 1130 so that you'll have an extra cup or two during the 12 to 1 hour with Clarkston Window and Door. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Going to be fun. We're, it, we're taking calls today, right? We're going to take calls all day. Boy, we got hammered at the end yesterday. We weren't able to take all the calls, and we apologize. If you're still listening to WJR <laughs> or tune back in, give us a call, 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888-654-4897. You and I, we were talking about our buddy, Mr. Bush, gosh, Danny Z, my <laughs> brothers. I'm trying to think of all the guys I know that do a lot of the cleaning in the home. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. We were brought up in a big family. My mother and the girls every week would iron. My mom had one of those old mangles, so literally washcloths got ironed, towels got ironed. It's all right, Chuck. But when, when you go ahead, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt your stuff. No, that's fine. When you first got married, how much of the housework did you do? Or how about the first? I've always done a lot. Have you really? Yeah, that's always been. Uh, did Dad? Yeah, I mean, Dad. Dad didn't do as much of the. Uh, Stuff that I do, he had six kids, right? Yeah. He always worked two I jobs. I had five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I've always, it's just one of those things that you see a, a sink full of dishes, you do them. If you see, you know, if the floor is dirty, you clean. I don't know. I don't even know how to express it. I'm not, it's not a self-pity thing. Just, but long story short, I found a neat trick. I hate, <laughs> you ever look in somebody's oven and see nothing but grime and dirt. And I don't grease. ever. It's like looking at someone's medicine cabinet. Well, I was thinking I don't look that. at as someone's I, oven. <laughs> as I asked, I would never look in your medicine cabinet, but you can see through the window in an oven. Anyway, two lemons, hot water. You put them, you, you cut them, you squeeze them, you put it in the oven for uh, about an hour at 250. So the whole oven steams, right? I'm listening. Then you just open it and use a scrubby. To finish cleaning it, wipe it down with a clean microfiber uh, cloth. I love microfiber cloths. I buy those by the bale. Do you? I use them for everything. And it's amazing. You can keep your oven looking like new. And it's easy. I like easy because oh. I'm too old for hard. I like easy, too. And I'll, getting back to what I was saying there at the beginning, when I was young in my marriage, and I'm talking probably for the first 20-some years. Wow. <laughs> I've I never did heard not this do. Story. I did not do a lot of inside work. Here. Really? Well, I had five. I ran my own business. Me too. I'd always, and this is. I know it was stupid. You're I mean, I to did explain a, your laziness. Yeah, I've done a lot of stupid things in my marriage. <laughs> trust me. And this this was one of them. And it was like, no, my job is the outside. Your job is the inside. And my outside of my house always pristine. I mean, I when you pull up to my house, I want I want it to look great. And with five kids, I probably was too hard on my wife because it's hard. I mean, it's hard trying to get these kids to do to do work and clean the house up. But now that all of them are out but one, and she'll be here as long as she wants to be, I don't work as hard on any of that stuff as I used to. So now I'm in the house all the time. But you do it more regularly. You I do kinda... more. Well, the, the deal is for us. I do all the laundry. 
She does all the folding. You vacuum. I put them away. I vacuumed last week. That fold too. Yeah. I just I just do because. Yeah. I'm not a big folder. I got my shoulders hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You're, I'm you're a young but, punk. But uh, no, I mean, it, her and I. It, it's once it's just her and I. It's so much easier to keep a house clean. Just so much easier to keep a house clean. And the big key is, if you take it out, put it back. Period. Period. I mean, it, if wait, you're, what if, was that? If you're that making, sounded like a radical concept. If you're making breakfast or lunch, clean as you go. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's really, it's really that easy. And honestly, I didn't. When I was younger, I don't make a lot of breakfast anymore because I don't want to deal with the mess. Seriously, when it comes to breakfast in the morning. You know, it's funny you say that because I'm kind of that way too. <laughs> if it isn't easy, I and I enjoy a lot of other things. I enjoy the cereals. Uh, I enjoy the oatmeal. Yeah, and it's easy. The microwaves, you know, make that stuff easy and clean. Right, right. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Hey, we'll be taking your phone calls for the rest of the next two hours. No guests scheduled today. Just you, the listener. Eight 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 six five four guys equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Hopefully, everyone has a chance to check out the inside guy, inside outside guys article at Detroit. News homestyle section. We'll talk a bit about that. When we get back from break, buddy. Well, we got a bunch to talk about, but we'd rather talk to you, our listeners. But you know, if you've got a problem with your old bathroom, it doesn't feel safe. It's grubby. It hasn't been well maintained. The grout's fallen out of the tile. Victor's has a solution. I did. I just referred them for a, a, a bathroom in an email yesterday from one of our listeners. Victor's Home Solutions. Welcome back, everybody. We do appreciate you being with us. 888-654-4897. We'd love to hear from you. Also, you know, you and I didn't mention the uh, fact that nearly 20% of Michigan's population was without power for a few days. We've had a lot of listener emails on that. We have. We have. Did, did you lose power at all? We did not. I, 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 want, I hate to even say that because I don't want to jinx us. We don't lose power. Well, you know what? Same. I... Uh, when I told you I left Wednesday morning to head out of town for a day, and I was heading out as it was raining, and my wife calls me and says, how are the roads? And the roads are fine, but I'm looking at the trees on the side of 75 by the border, and they yeah. were getting icy. But I was so confident in leaving. for I was gone for a day and a half. Well, I mean, days. you have that big generator. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Chuck. Um, but uh, I was so confident because we never lose power. We just We just don't lose power in our house. I think underground wires have so much to do with it. The wires coming to our, our subdivision, being under the ground is, is huge. Yeah. Problem is, you know, that's fed by an overhead line somewhere. Yeah. we are. Here's the thing with us. I think probably you too. We're close enough off a main road that there are no, none of those overhead wires that will come down trees. They're all well-trimmed. but Well taken the, care you of. You know, where I used to live two miles down on a dirt road. Oh, we from that, from M15 <laughs> down to that point, any of those parts could hit a wire and exactly. came down. That's not the case where I am. We had a great question from a listener yesterday. We did. Yeah. What's the question, bud? Well, if I buy a generator and all these governments outlaw natural gas, what good is it going to do me in a power outage? My response would be a confident they'll never outlaw natural gas. Keep your eye on Ann Arbor. <laughs> Well, Ann Arbor's its own little country over there. So <laughs> they're on their own. You know, it's like Los Angeles. You know, keep, they're their own keep little. Keep your eye on the left coast or west coast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we need to make sure we talk about um, our article in Detroit News Homestyle yes. section. But let's also take some phone calls. 888-654-4897. Let's talk to Christine in Leonard, Michigan. Good morning, Christine. You're on with the guys. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have, I know you don't do uh, washing machines and that was the initial cause, but there's another, an, another problem I have. My washing machine, all of a sudden, after I did a load, it didn't seem the load was clean, but there was water gushing out from the floor level underneath the washing machine, rushing to the floor drain, which is not, you know, it's in the ground, it's, you know, I've ceramic sure. tile floor in my laundry room, but the, in the water, of course, was black because after it's filled up the pipe, the drain pipe um, in the floor, it came back out, you know, it like filled it up and it spread all over my laundry room. It was a lovely mess. Um, but I was wondering, I don't know if I have just a washing machine problem or is that natural for, I took the lid off the drain, the floor drain pipe, or, you know, so I could look at it and it was black. That's where the water became black after it went into the drain. 
and then it gushed back out, and then it went back down. You know, it overflowed essentially. Is that normal? Absolutely not. (laughs) And gray water is the only thing that should be coming out of your washing machine, not black sewage. Yeah, well, the water the water coming out of my washing machine was clear. That, but when it went down to the hole of the drain, it filled it up and it came up, and there was dirt. The water was dirty from that, not from the washing machine. Well, but. Was it dirty from the clothes? I mean, is that what you're saying? Is dirty from the clothes? No, and that's no, what you're no, saying? no, no. I'm saying dirt, actual dirt, because the residue that was left after the water finally went back down the drain. It's almost like it overflowed, overfilled the pipe, the floor drain pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it came back up. It kind of well, it filled it, and then it overflowed, and then it did go back down the pipe. It took about three or four minutes. But the well, you obviously have some kind of blockage. So I should get somebody yeah. to, uh, like a plumber? Or... Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, you have some kind of blockage. I'd get a plumber out there. Do you need a, do you need a number? <clears throat> yes, please. Um, okay, I, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm assuming I'm, it's, a, it's that isn't normal, right? For it to, the water no, ma'am. Not to Gosh, go no, not at all. Okay. No, ma'am. Okay. No, ma'am. Not at all. <laughs> so do you have a pen handy? I'm ready, yeah. Okay, I want you to call Lake <laughs> Orion Plumbing. Lake Orion Plumbing and Heating. Okay. And their phone number is 248-693-4775. Okay. Are they, do you know if they're probably not open on Sundays, though, right? Well, a lot of these companies have emergency numbers for the weekends, but it doesn't okay. sound like you have an emergency. No, is I this, mean, this... so, so you think that the washing machine was screwed up because it couldn't drain and that's why the water came out but how would it come out of the washing machine if it was supposed to it shouldn't drain it come out of the washing the machine sink. but if it couldn't drain that's a pump, that's a water. pump drain okay if you don't ask a question if you don't want to hear an answer <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> that's okay but it it could be either, but that that is a power drain, so it probably explains why it ended up all over your floor, because the washing machine okay. is pumping out that gray water, and the drain couldn't accept it fast enough because there's a blockage down there. That's right, what it sounds like from water, what you're describing. When you say gray water, I mean just the washing water that was washing the clothes, because it Correct. didn't look particularly gray. Floor tiles are great. It looked like clear water coming out from the bottom of the washing machine, but you're just saying that's the dirty water that was draining out, and they call it gray water. Yeah. That gray water is anything that's going to come out of your house after it's cleaned something, ma'am. Oh, oh so, okay. Kitchen sink, your, oh. your washing machine, what goes down the toilet is sewer. That's black water. Okay. But what, what goes down a sink or out of your washing machine is called gray water, and it's it's not clear generally so okay. they call it gray okay good good to know i never knew that now we are on a septic so that's not the same thing the pump the drain thing and everything right no water in no my i mean you get that you get your septic tank pumped out regularly yes okay okay i mean that'd be the worst case scenario but, that would uh, be yeah yeah give lake oh, yeah. orion plumbing and heat a call okay I will do that. Thank you. Any suggestions on who to call for um, the, the washing machine? I'm as assuming there's as, something wrong. Well, because yeah, how I'll, did the water, water go come out of it um, in such a tell rush you what, keep, at the ground? We're going to go to break. When we come back from break, we'll put a um, appliance repair uh, contact for you when we get back from break, okay? Just keep listening. Thank you so much for your call. We'll be taking your calls when we get back from break, 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888-654-4897. If you're looking for a professional standby power install, you want to call someone like Bratcher Electric. Welcome back, everybody. We do appreciate you being with us. Um, Do you think Christine had a problem with her washer? I don't. I'm guessing it's all sewer coming back up especially if it drained into the floor if that was mine i'd I'd probably want a standpipe and have the washer drain into the standpipe right 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 at about three feet off the floor but even then she's got a blockage of some kind if black water was coming up i agree i agree (sighs) oh 
Tough problem to have. It is. It is. The article on clean air yesterday, yes, no, two days ago, Friday, in the Homestyle section of the Detroit News, we've had a lot of response from it. We've had people that have been apparently hiring quasi-duct cleaning companies that don't sound like they're legitimate duct cleaning companies. We strongly encourage you to look at that article before you hire anybody. Um, Amnesty.com has a duct cleaning video. You and I have, it's telling, yes, isn't it? Yes, it is. It, to it, watch. Is. it is. It's amazing. But that, that video doesn't exist if you don't have the right equipment, right? Yep. Including yep. a camera to show people before and after. <laughs> and, 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 I mean, the email we got just recently where somebody hired somebody else that wasn't Amnesty. And her comment was, they were here for a couple hours, charged me $300. How do I know they did anything? Did Didn't anything? show her before or after. Didn't mention sanitizing. Yep. Yep. And don't, I, I, I wanted to ask, did they have a big vacuum truck? And a lot of them don't. Right. Oh, gosh, you're right. you're right. I remember years ago, Chuck, calling in a um, a carpet cleaning company, and the guy showed up with a piece of machinery he pulled off his tr- out of his trunk. You know, he was, he was driving a big car and pulled it out of his trunk. There was nothing about a company about him professionally, and he sure. came to my door, and I says, no, I'm not interested. I'm sorry. And it made him. He was really angry, but I'm sorry. I wasn't going to let him in my house. It's the kind of guy he, you know. If they can't do what they're supposed to be doing. That was years ago out of the phone book. We got that guy's number years ago. I what's a phone it. book? The Yellow Pages. Yeah, what's a phone book? Right, right. Hey, we told Christine we're going to give her a phone number. Yes. Um, and one of the numbers I want to give her is to Dan's Appliance. And let's see. That phone number is 810-375-2132. And then there was another one here. I apologize. Look, I've up. got one here. Papa Joe's Appliance Repair. Okay, go ahead. At eight ten. That'll work. Yeah. Three six zero two eight seven six two eight seven six. And we'll also be take continue to take your phone calls at eight 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 six five four guys, which equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Um. You and I had an article appear in a new magazine that that hit uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Yes. 700,000 homes in Michigan. Yes. Actually, in southeast Michigan. Um, And it was your specialty, your wheelhouse. And one of the things we suggested in there is that people put limestone, crushed limestone or something like that, crushed concrete, as a base, compacted material, underneath concrete. Now, that costs more, but do you think it's worth the money to spend to do it right? Oh, 100%. 100%. There, there's three things people can use in Michigan as a base. Well, there's, I mean, there's plenty of different kinds of stone depending on what they want to sure. spend. But the three main things they use are sand, crushed concrete, and crushed limestone. Now, the reason I don't like sand, which was universal for everything for, for most of our lives, oh, gosh, yes. is because I just think of an um, hourglass. And all that sand sitting at the top of the hourglass and that little bitty, bitty, bitty pinhole in the middle, letting it all wash away. Sure. And I remember two years ago coming home and my neighbors, I saw their driveway installed. They used sand and their their driveway's at a nice slope, nice slope coming down. Yeah. And coming home in the middle of a, a big rainstorm, we call them gully washers. It was just coming down. And I could see the sand literally washing away from underneath their driveway. Yeah. You witnessed it happening. And, and that's why I don't like sand anymore. You know, I saw that, and I took pictures in a brand-new subdivision uh, near Rochester, Rochester Hills area. Fantastic builder. Uh, but he's a concrete guy had used sand. Mm-hmm. And the homes were not landscaped yet, so, I mean, it was just all the rough terrain around the concrete drive. Right. And literally, there were all these hollows under the driveway. Brand new home. People were going to pay a million dollars for those homes, and the landscapers were going to come in and put some dirt down and put sod down. It's not their job to worry about the concrete. Right. And they were going to have hollows underneath their concrete. Hollows? I mean, the sand was gone. It had washed out. Gotcha. Right, right, right. Oh, I, I follow what you're saying. Okay, because there's nothing next to the driveways to hold it in. Right, there was right. nothing in there yet, and they had used sand and it had washed out. So, on the other hand, 
at our place up north, it's all sand. I mean, we built on sand, <laughs> so we poured on yes, sand. Yes, yes, I get it. And then that concrete, after 23 years, still looks fantastic. Does it have a crack in it? I don't think it does. I, other think, than I, I joints, bet it doesn't. Our control joints, I don't think it does. And we poured a bunch of it because we had to have a basketball court for the <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, when I poured my driveway up there, we were on sand. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. use any crushed concrete base. No. And 10 years later, there wasn't one crack anywhere in it. But that's that's sand is all getting pushed down. That's, that's all. your entire substrate. Yes, that's and your, it's already compacted. That's what's that's the native soils. Exactly. Sand. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So when someone is using the backfill, one of the issues I have, which is so hard for a homeowner to control, is when they pick up that crushed limestone or crushed concrete, where in the pile, when they're getting it from the supplier, do they get it from? And here's why. At the very bottom of that pile, there's just so much dust. And that dust does what? Hold water. Yeah. You don't want that in there. I want my crushed concrete or crushed limestone to come from the top of the pile. But as a homeowner, want stone. I want stone, not dust. But yeah. as a homeowner, once they dump it in your driveway, you're not going to know. You're not going to know. No. You're not going to know. And it's still a great product if it's compacted properly and, and the concrete's properly formed and poured. There's a huge difference in the professionals that do this every day and know how to do it and those that don't. And our purpose with that article, it could have been three pages, but we're limited to one. Our purpose with that article is to help homeowners shop for good contractors because there are good contractors out there. There are so many good contractors yeah, out there. there. And that's the whole reason you and I started this show 15 years ago is to bring honesty and ethical, ethicalness. Is that, is that a word? To the building Ethicalness. To the building trades here in Southeast Michigan. And, and one thing that we have with – now, 85 years, over 85 years of combined housing experience between us, we have made so many relationships with so many good people, both in the, in the radio industry, but especially in the construction industry over the, that same 15 years. And we've been able to see new technologies. You know, we mentioned Amnesty, but we're going to Wisconsin, right? Yes. To Wausau, Wisconsin for the next Warsaw. couple of days. There was a commercial one time. Do you remember that? It was a commercial where they I tried don't. to pronounce Warsaw. Yeah. You know why I remember that company? Because they, Wausau was a big prefabricator of homes back 40 years ago-ish. Uh, panelized? A guy in Mount Pleasant where I grew up. They okay. were actually a dealer. Panelized. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Do you remember those? I, I do. I do, yeah. They were a great house. I That's don't great. even know if they still exist. But you and I found uh, a company, Diamond Coat Building Products, that has a siding product that 30 years ago you and I would have looked at and gone, no, 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 no. But technology yeah, and the improvements in technology have made this a tremendous product. If you're thinking of building a home or having new siding put on your home, ask about Diamond, K-O-T-E, Diamond Coat. And you and I are going to tour the factory the next we couple are. days. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. You know, if you remember the late, late, great David Campbell, Campbell Homes, his homes, Good he guy. would not put anything organic on the exterior of his homes. And if you notice a lot of homes, if you, if you notice a lot of homes, what starts rotting first is especially if they got the rough saw cedar. Untreated wood. Untreated wood. Cedar, yeah. yeah. It starts rotting first. And that's one thing I love about the products here at Diamond Coat is that would be something David would put, would put on his houses because once he puts it up, there's no maintenance. He doesn't I mean, have to worry about it. I mean, it's a wood product, so it is organic, but it's been treated and impregnated with other products that keep it from being eaten by anything. But it's, a, it's an engineered, manufactured wood product, but that that doesn't even say it. So I'm anxious to watch it being made. Yeah, but it's not going to rot, I and mean, that's the thing. It's not going to overrot, like, like the, especially where we always see it rot. You know, above the windows when they use it for windows, something like that. So it's a great product. It's a great new new technology. And as a contractor out there, this is where you got to stay up on this stuff. And this is what I was saying about a minute ago about all the relationships that we've made because when we find a product like this. We want to make sure our team partners know about this product. Oh. The Kearns Brothers of the world, the, the, exactly. the Victors, King of Roof, Pro Home Improvement, because they want to put the best product when, 
on their projects as well. I agree with you. It's a great relationship. It really is, around. and it's a lot of fun. Shoot. I got an email I wanted to talk about, but I'm going to wait till we come back. Well, we, we, we mentioned replacing that old bad wooden. A lot of times that stuff goes bad because of bad, leaky, overflown gutters that over time have either sagged or sloped the wrong direction. And it's just time for new gutters. That's probably one of the things people ignore the most around their house, but they are one of the most important things that need to function properly on your house. Christian's Gutters are the inside-outside guys, team partners you need to call to get on their list this spring for new gutters. Once again, this next segment of the inside-outside guys is sponsored by Christian's Gutters. Good morning. Welcome back to the inside-outside guys with over 85 years of combined housing experience. Make sure the inside-outside guys are your one and only shop for any and all of your housing needs. And here's a mistake a lot of people make. They say, okay, I need, I want a kitchen remodel. And they go online, they punch in kitchen remodel. And they get all these national companies trying to refer companies they've never met. (laughs) They know nothing about the company except maybe they're licensed and insured. Now, wait a minute. They also know that they're in a specific geographic area. Exactly. That's the criteria. That's the criteria. You need somebody in Royal Oak, we got five companies. And, and, and what happens is <laughs> those companies pay for those. So that company gets five payments from those five companies they referred, even though only one might get the job. And none of them might be any good. <laughs> I mean, really, you're what, right. The they qualifier? don't know them. They don't know anything about them. Yeah, what's the qualifier? Yeah. You go to the inside-outside guys, what we have, is, and here's one thing too, Chuck, some of these... Companies are trying to give estimates of what projects should cost on the internet. That's 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 impossible. It's it's ridiculous. When you were in the business, you could do it with your specialty. When I, I was in the business, I could do it with my specialty. But nobody today entity target. can can keep up with those prices all it's, around the country. It's gotten so bad, right? It, it really has. So with the insideoutsideguys.com, not only can you fight contractors you can trust, but contractors that we know, we've met, we've vetted. We have said no to plenty of companies that have wanted to come onto the inside outside guys over the years because they didn't fit our criteria because trust is everything to us when it comes to our relationship with them and their relationship with you, the homeowner. So, and also, if you have a question, Chuck and I answer, I think last week, Chuck, we must have answered close to 100 emails. Oh, Gosh, yes. <laughs> and, it, and, and it does get overwhelming, and we ask what people do is when they ask a question, just try to get right to the point of the question, and uh, we'll, we'll answer them every time. And if it's an emergency, go right to the website and find a contractor. Like if it's a plumbing. Good point. Don't send an email. Go to InsideOutsideGuys.com. Look, Waterworks number up. Call Waterworks. Right. Know, get right. them out there. Because Chuck and I can't answer everything the day that comes in. We just can't. We can't. We'll answer within a couple days of, of it being emailed to us. Yep. But if it is an emergency, that's great advice, Chuck. Go to the insideoutsideguys.com and you'll find any of our many, many contractors. At that good point. people, good companies. 888-654-GUYS. I want to uh, talk about uh, an email we got. We've had a few of them over the years, and I know there's more people out there that don't even pay attention to this. There's a woman that... Uh, keeps having to clean soot off the top of her water heater at the base of the chimney. So mm. uh, that's the premise. Maybe we'll talk more about that and why that might be as we move forward. But Soot on the top of a water heater. Yeah. Another, another thing I want to ask you, what about a PVC vent pipe for a high-efficiency furnace that's starting to turn brown or red, an individual piece that's starting to turn brown or red? What could be the problem about that as well? So we'll talk about those two in the next hour, okay? Yeah. And the reason we're going to wait the next hour is because we want to get to this phone call before the top of the hour and make Bob wait longer than necessary. So let's talk to Bob from Plymouth. Good morning, Bob. You're on with the guys. Uh, good morning. I have a, it's called an electric stove heater, and you know, full, full uh, fireplace type thing, 120 volt, 60 hertz, 1,500 watts, and the plug gets very, very hot, and the wire gets extremely hot near the base. No, I'm sorry, near the plug itself. 
So, you, is there a question in there? Are you just worried about how hot it's getting? Well, yeah. And is it safe? And should I just throw it out or replace the wires? I don't know what to do. It's it's just it's too hot prob- to even touch until I shut it off. Oh That's gosh, yes. Scary. Yeah. I'm I'm guessing it's not fed by the right circuit. You don't have enough juice in the circuit. Uh, when when an appliance, any electrical appliance, is trying to suck electricity that it needs to run properly, uh, it's like it's like trying to drink out of a, a, a thick shake through a straw, the too small a straw, right? There you go. Right, there you go. If it's working too hard, it's gonna get yeah, hot. Yeah, it's like gonna us. get hot. Um, <laughs> when something is properly fed, in this case, you probably need a minimum twenty amp dedicated circuit for that fifteen hundred watt heater then it, it, it's not going to generate all that heat. It, it, there's enough copper there, or I, I assume copper in the wire, to transport all of those electrons that the, that, that heater is, is trying to suck through the line, if you will, to generate 1,500 watts of heat. So I'd call an electrician. I would. I would. And I, I, I'd unplug it. I mean, if it's getting that that's hot, scary. if you can't touch it, then that's definitely you know way too hot and keep everything away from it. But shouldn't happen. Should not happen. No. No, uh, Lake Point Electric or Bratcher Electric could help you. Bratcher's in your area there, Bob. They can definitely help you. Bratcher. Still there? Yep. Do you need a number well, for them, bud? thank button? you very much. Okay, you can find them at theinsideoutsideguys.com. We appreciate your call, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, this time of year, uh, you know, we haven't talked about zone heating, which we need to do a... Uh, a show on that. Yeah, you're right. But this time of year, a lot of people are, are relying on those little space heaters to keep them warm in just that little bit of an area. <sighs> but it's so important that you're pulling the right amount of power that is on the right circuit because nowadays, space heaters are very safe for the most part. You, you tip them at all, you move them at all, they either shut off or they give you a big buzzer. Yeah. However, there's no fail-safe for what Bob's talking about. The electric, the electric heaters, if you think about it, 1,500 watts. 15 100-watt light bulbs. How much electricity would that take? Yeah, good point. And if you run it for an hour, boy, it's easy to go out and look at your meter. You'll see that wheel You know what? That's a good point. The bill's going to be much higher, too. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. Um, Situation like that, always know the circuit you're plugging a device like that into. And we mentioned, I think you and I, a couple of weeks ago, you do not plug that into uh, another uh, power strip. Power strip, and yeah. then plug the power strip into the wall. Exactly, right, right. And that is done way, way, All way time. too much. Chuck, we're starting to get a lot, especially after the storm, we had a lot of ice on it. People are starting to get concerned about their steps. And, and some of the seniors are really having a hard time with like those steps. <laughs> no, you're not there yet. Oh, by the way, My son twice, out twice last week, ice. I took advantage. I'm 56. I took advantage of my seniorness. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me you fell. No, 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 no. I, I, asked, I said, they told me, you know, that qualifies as a senior discount. Let me think, you know, like First coffee. First time in my life. So it wouldn't have been a, a free coffee. <laughs> so what'd you get? Nothing. I don't want to talk about that. My point is, <laughs> I, was just, I was surprised they're calling me a senior now. I qualify for senior citizens discounts. You're an old guy. My point is, people want to stay in their homes. And as the weather gets, the weather gets harder, rougher, it's harder for them to get up their steps. Barrier Free Plus is a company that's been a team partner of the Inside Outside guys for years now. And they specialize in keeping seniors comfortably and safely in their home. Not just seniors. But anyone that's had an accident, anyone that needs the help of somebody else and wants to stay in their home, and wants to be comfortable, wants to be safe, needs to contact a company like Barrier Free Plus, whether it's ladders, whether it's ramps, whether it's showers you can just roll into in, in the wheelchair, Barrier Free Plus is a company you want to call. Roof to the basement, to the street to the back fence, 888-654-4897. We're looking for phone call. Oh, we are. Let's go with phones right away. But let's talk to David in Lathrop Village. Good morning, David. You are on with the guys. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How can we help you? Tell what you want. I have a situation where I had a company come out with a product that said they could they could uh, clean my gutters and it. 
Hold, hold on a second. Hi, I better explain it. I'm Joan. Anyway, um, this company um, would clean the vents and then put in a sealant called AeroSeal. Yes, ma'am. It's supposed to, it's supposed to uh, seal all the cracks and, and, and joints and everything so that it would increase the airflow um, in the venting 30 to 40%. Okay. Have you heard of it? Is that a good thing? Ma'am? That yes. I, I'm going to speak for Chuck and I both right now. Chuck and I absolutely love that product. We love that company. We love the company that puts it in. That has solved so many issues for our listeners. Um, that we, for years, here's one of the emails we would get: We have a two-story house. We can't get a certain room warm enough or cold enough, cool enough in the seasons, and that's because the the vent the the ductwork leaks. When you seal these ductworks, it's like it's a miracle because now the air gets to the areas it needs to get into the house. So, yes, we could not recommend that product enough. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. We were hoping it was a good product, and, and we'll go through with it now. But, um, Got it. you know, some um, If you talked, Steve, I'm sorry. Yeah. If you talked to Steve Sprague at that company, Amnesty, he runs that division. And they will give you before and after measurements in every single room of your house of how much air is being delivered to each room when the furnace is running. Well, great. Fantastic. We're excited because we have a second floor that doesn't have very much heat up there, and and that's what we were looking for. So thank you so much. I actually went and saw this getting done in a very similar house, a two-story colonial We have heard from probably four to six people over the last couple of years personally on video or on phone calls that have had this done, and every homeowner we've heard from raves about what it has done to their home. Yeah, we did an article on it, I think, within the last month at the Detroit News. Yep. Yep. Home style section. You're making a great choice. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much. God bless you. You're very welcome. God bless you. You're very welcome. Stay in touch. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, I gotta say something oh, because no. I have to say something, David. Good, God bless you. We love it because we're married too. And I, I probably had my wife do the same thing to me if I'm not explaining something. She'll get. Let me have that. How do you know that was his wife? <laughs> it certainly wasn't his girlfriend, was it? <laughs> I hope it was. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Great product. Um, yeah. I want to remind people: stick around from the noon to one hour today. We're going to be talking to Jeff Weaver from Clarkston Window Indoor on our education hour. And uh, Clarkston Window's door located on Cesar Chavez Highway, right next to the Woodward Loop up there in Pontiac. They've got a great showroom. If you get a chance, go into the showroom. If you're thinking about windows, doors, garage doors, stick around for the bonus hour between noon and 1 today with the Inside Outside Guys and Clarkston Window Indoor. So you and I threw out a couple of teasers before the last break, one of which was soot on the top of the water heater. Yep. A lot of older homes that have had high-efficiency furnace replace that old inefficient furnace end up with problems with their water heater exhaust that they don't even know they've got. So we highly recommend to people that you at least buy a carbon monoxide detector, a good one, and have it proximate to your water heater. doesn't have to be on top of the water heater, but proximate in that same room if you have a utility room. But it's probably incomplete exhaust of the gases created by the water heater. It could also be a dirty burner, a dirty flame, but it's, it's one or the other. And if you start with that carbon monoxide detector, at least that protects you and keeps you safe and puts you on notice. Great, great point. And then I had mentioned about the PVC. A lot of those, yeah. a lot of those um, high efficiencies have the PVC that come out. If they start to turn brown or red, they're getting warm. They're starting to overheat. They're getting hot. They're getting hot, exactly. <laughs> and let's say you got three of those sticking out of the side of your house on the same area where your hot water and your furnace is. If one of those is darker than the other ones, red, brown, that means they're heating up. They're actually cooking, yeah, and you have shouldn't. an issue with that, and you should get a professional out there right away. I would definitely you know, talk to Sharon's yep. or C&C heating. Family heating. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
because the whole idea of using PVC as an exhaust with an efficient furnace is that you're not exhausting hot gases. The heat is being kept in the house by the furnace. It's being recycled through burners and uh, heat exchangers so that it stays in the house. And what gets exhausted out is just poisonous gases <laughs> that are, in poisonous a relative gases. sense, what? cool, you know, right? Yeah. If they're hot, something ain't right. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a really good point. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. Taking any and all of your phone calls. Wow. Is it time again? It's t- <laughs> it goes by quick, doesn't it, buddy? You know, you and I got a chance to talk with Tim Porcassi from Pro Home Improvement a couple weeks ago. Great guy. Uh, you know, the Make-A-Wish Foundation that they're dedicated to, the fact that he guarantees his work. He doesn't warranty it. He guarantees it. Since day one, when we first met uh, Tim Percasi at Pro Home Improvement at the Pontiac Silverdome back in 2010, I remember talking to him that day on air saying, do you realize you're saying guarantee, right, not warranty? They've never had a problem giving our listeners a guarantee if you get work done by Pro Home Improvement. Welcome back, everybody. We do appreciate you being with us. 888-654-4897. The next, uh, what do we got, about 40 minutes that you can call in. Otherwise, you're going to have to take uh, use, make use, excuse me, of InsideOutsideGuys.com, right? Yep. Just make sure you stick around between noon and 1 to listen to our good friend Jeff Weaver from Clarkston Window and Door. Phone lines are open. Again, 888-654-4897. We're going to talk to Cheryl in Belleville. Good morning, Cheryl. You're on with the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Good morning. I listen to you all the time. Uh, We have a double wide, which is staying together. It's got drywall, uh, two-car garage, and that. I was wondering, how do we know if we need insulation? How can we have it checked so somebody's honest about it? What now? Do you have skirting on the bottom of your your double wide? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I trust Bill Creed from oh. Ace and Sons. Oh, absolutely. Bill is as ethical a man as you and I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for a double wide, I guess he's going to check the insulation underneath and make sure that's okay, and, and possibly put some rigid foam um, down there would, would help. But, uh, yeah, I would contact Bill Creed from Ace and Sons Insulation. He's out in your area. I've and, got uh, the number there if you want it. Yeah, please. It is 888-500-4223. Okay. And, again, it's well, Bill Creed. Bill, Bill can actually take thermal images of your sidewalls, your attic, uh, he can tell you where you're oh. losing heat and where you might need additional insulation, and Bill won't lie to you. We we trust that guy. Okay. Okay, and uh, he'd tell me what a charge would be just to come out. Oh, I don't. There, there wouldn't be a charge to come out. No, he'll come out oh, and take a look okay. at it, and they give you an estimate of what you need. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, sounds All right, great. and they're uh, they're nope, they're right by you. You're, they're in your area, so yeah, and we when we trust oh, okay. Bill again. Bill Bill's going to be very honest about what you need or don't need, or where you or you've got heat leaks and don't have them, and he can give you the cost information of what it would take to fix them if you want to. Okay, that sounds great. I appreciate your time. Good luck, Cheryl. Thank you very much for the call. Yeah. Eight 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 six five four. Four eight nine sevens. You know, Chuck. I asked about the skirting on the on the double wide. Whether it's a double wide or in some areas, you can see um, structures, houses that are on stilts. You know, the place I'm in Ohio is on yeah, stilts yeah. or on piers. Those are an extra challenge to keep warm, aren't they? Oh, the floors. Yeah, from underneath. From yeah. underneath, they yeah. really are. Um, even you know, Ohio is a good place to mention because that's analogous, very similar, of course, to to right here where you and I are, right. and air sealing those is huge, putting really good insulation, whether dense pack uh, cellulose or a spray foam, um, is so critical. 
to those keeping the heat in those floors. It is. Have you ever tried to insulate underneath one of those before? My father-in-law and I did it. Have I personally done it? Yes, I have. <laughs> With fiberglass bat, I'm yes. assuming? Yes. Yeah. wasn't easy, and I was really young. Did you protect your eyes and oh, your nose and your throat? Oh, yeah, Heck yeah. no. Although I do remember right when I was a little kid jumping in that stuff, you know, didn't know any better. You know, we did so much of that in ceilings when I was quite young because that literally was pretty much the only product available. Right, right. Uh, cellulose came out. Gosh, I want to say in the early 80s when the global cooling thing and there were government incentives for providing insulation, you started to see these manufacturers crop up making cellulose and then installing it. You know, and we mentioned the air sealing, I'm sorry, a, a few minutes ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's huge. Yeah, David from Lathrop. There are now rebates out there and tax credits available to get that done. So make sure when you con when you contact Amnesty Air Duck Clean, you talk to them about that because a lot of the utilities, I saw something just the other day that they put out on their website, yeah. um, have rebates available for this kind of stuff. So ask sure about you, it. You make sure you ask for that stuff when you give them a call. But you know what? Blame us. Say, hey, the inside <laughs> outside guys told me to call, and I've got several questions. Write down questions before you make the call so you can document, you know, make sure you get everything asked. Uh, if you if you do it with great deliberation, you'll be happier with the transaction regardless of who you're talking to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another thing Chuck and I have been talking about that we want to start doing, we get a lot of emails from listeners who ask about our tips that we give out all the time. And, you know, it, we've asked, gosh, at least a couple of times in the last month, someone asking how can they access those tips. If you listen to the Inside Outside guys for any length of time, you know that Chuck and I strongly believe in most cases, there are some caveats, but in most cases, if a homeowner spends an average of one extra hour a week on their home doing the maintenance tips, the potential expensive um, issues before they get to that point, not only can they save tens of thousands of dollars over the lifetime of their home, but they're going to um, keep a lot of the resale value of their home, and they're going to have a more beautiful and safer home because of that reason. People ask us about those tips. What Chuck and I are going to start doing, we've mentioned this a couple times, we are going to start an email uh, in our Detroit News article. We are going to, once a month, let people see four or five emails that we get that all pertain to housing maintenance tips homeowners can do themselves for that month. So let's say at the beginning of March, we're going to give you four or five, show you four or five emails, and each one of those emails is going to have a tip to help you maintain your house through the month of March for one, approximately one hour a month. Then at the end of 12 months. One hour a month or one hour a One hour a week. week. I apologize. Thank you. Then at the end of 12 months, we are going to put that on a calendar that you'll be able to access at the insideoutsideguys.com. That's not going to be hard to do, Chuck. They can do that pretty easy. Chuck's scared about that. Um, no, I just want to make sure if we say it, we do it. Yeah, well, well we, we, got, we got 11 months to do it or 12 months to do it. And then we'll continue to add to that over the years. So there'll be a point here where you'll be able to print up a calendar, have it in front of you, and literally set a schedule of things you can do for that week for an hour that'll help you maintain your house. And uh, we committed, I've committed to doing it. And uh, we'll make sure it gets done. Hopefully people take advantage of that as we do. And keep an eye out to those. We're going to try to get those out the first article of the month coming up. Fair? I like it. All right. Taking your phone calls, 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888-654-4897. When we get back and break in a couple minutes, we'll talk to uh, Dean and Sid. Dean and Sid both. I yeah, like we, that. We want to wait till after the break because we, we want to make sure we... Oh, I agree. You and I are going to be attending an event uh, in about three or four weeks at a great company that's got a great new location, great new showroom. Uh, we're excited about them. We are excited about them. MacFarlane Painting has an unbelievable showroom that, that makes their company so, so, so much more efficient, able to help the customer as well. Because they can literally take your cabinets or whatever need painted, take it back to their shop, paint them, bring them back. Absolutely beautiful. Whatever painting you need, whatever home maintenance you need, because McFarland Painting also has a handyman division, make sure you contact, again, McFarland Painting. 
back. We do appreciate you being with us. Phone lines are open for the last half hour of this segment of the show, and then we're going to fly over to Clarkson Window and Door and spend an hour with Jeff Weaver. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, let's go to the phones. 888-654-4897. Let's speak to Dean in New Baltimore. Good morning, Dean. You're on with the guys. Good morning. I, uh, How can we help you, sir? Have a, I have a, uh, a mobile home, uh, vacation home down in Texas. It's all electric, and the power goes uh, just a few days uh, uh, in the w- winter months. And uh, pipes tend to freeze. No matter, there's no power to heat tape or any of that kind of stuff. We're, we want to find out if there's a propane heater with a mechanical thermostat that we use as a backup system. We don't want to change the whole electric system to propane. Just an emergency backup. I got to believe, okay, we, we responded to your email, but a couple things. Uh, if oh, you, you can did. get under there and, I'm sorry, and put plastic pipe, that, that, that even in this climate where we're sit, Ken and I are sitting right now, has extreme resistance if it does freeze. Put good closed cell foam insulation on that pipe. I mean, you could, that, that pipe could withstand, you know, two, a week or two of freezing temperatures if it's plastic, if it's a good PEX, and it's insulated. well insulated. Yeah. yeah. And they do make um, gas water heaters uh, today have uh, a thermocouple that fires the water heater up, and I, I know they make propane heaters that do the same thing. How that would be rigged under your mobile home would be up to a contractor wherever you are in Texas. How is the mobile home heated right now? Is it heated with propane? No, the whole house is all electric. And generators okay. cost a ton for, for electric houses. It's three times what it is here in Michigan. So it's crazy. Sure. You'd probably have to get like a 100-gallon tank, put it the, at the back of the unit, you know, propane tank, but there's got to be something out there like Chuck's. You know what, though? You're concerned about the pipes freezing, right? The rare times that they have. They're the old hard plastic. They're not the PEX. You're saying PEX will withstand the freezing better. It's usually only a couple of days. Well, even the polypropylene had good burst resistance. But if you put insulation on that, I'll tell you what, the rare, what it's going to cost you to put a propane generated heating unit down there, I would put good heat tape with the insulation in there because the rare time that it's going to use electricity it's and literally it can be programmed to the temperature so that heat tape is not going to run or turn on unless the temperature dips below a three certain yeah Yeah. the problem is the power goes out the heat tape won't run won't work gotcha gotcha but like chuck said if it's insulated well you have those plus if there's a pvc you have down there if it's insulated well you're going to have so much more time now chuck what about just a you know um an insulated pipe you know and then tape them you know the uh, things that look like noodles that's what we're talking about the closed cell foam yeah yeah Yeah. wrap those around those pipes and and tape those up and you're going to get much more time well, we had we had it on most of. I think we thought we had all of them, but we still had a pipe break this last uh, couple of weeks back. Um, gotcha. We're, we're, but you don't know of a um, propane heater or a little furnace that uses a mechanical instead of the electrical thermos from a couple of thermostat. The only Some thing of we're them aware of. Have electric to turn. Sorry. Right. Right. Sorry. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. The only thing we're aware of is what we've already mentioned to you. Um, but I would talk to a mechanical contractor. Where are you in Texas? Uh, between uh, just about an hour north of Houston, Trinity. Hour north Lake of Houston. Houston. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Well, you don't get many freezing days down there, do you? No, but you get a few. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would talk to a contractor down there down. specific. Gotcha. Boy, that, that quote on the uh, generator for electric home was eye-opening. i got to have three times as big of generators here to run a house that's 4,000 feet smaller. And it uses propane, a 250-gallon tank in a week at about 30 yeah. bucks a gallon. That's, that's, no, that's no green savings I can see. No, right. it's right. not. And I'm telling you, if you do what we talked about and do it well, you're going to protect that 
uh, as uh, for, for the climate you're in, again, I've done it in the Midwest here in Michigan um, where I had living spaces above garages and carriage houses. And just having the old polypropylene pipe like you've probably got in that mobile home with good closed cell foam, joints tape, like Ken said, uh, that alone will provide just tremendous protection. And again, if it does even get a mild freeze, there's great burst resistance in that old polypropylene. Dean, we appreciate your call, sir. To the packs. Thank you. It would be for me. Oh, yeah, it would be for me as well. Heck so, yes. yes. Yeah, if you, absolutely. Yep. Okay, we appreciate your call. Let's next talk to Sid in Brighton. Good morning, Sid. You're on with the guys. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Uh, like I told you, a guy on the phone when I called in, he, I got uh, geothermal, but I heard you had Pat Kelly on there a few weeks ago. He said he's got geothermal plus propane. Well, my electric bill's still pretty high. It's, like, it's all electric, you know, the geothermal is. So, That's the problem uh, with it. Had, yep, that, we talked about yeah. that. I mean, I got solar panels to try to knock that down, but still, he totally builds more than I want. So I was. You know, it's funny you say that, that, Sid. Uh, if you remember the conversation with Pat, he's got two 10k grids of of photo panels on his property, and he still installed gas furnaces in to really in place of the geotherm, even though he's got the geotherm system. I remember when he put that system in. I That's do too. amazing. A lot of cost. Yeah. Well, but you're right. The supplemental panel. heat, it, it's free air conditioning, if you will, almost free, but it's expensive heat. Yeah, I got, uh, I had 50 panels. I had 10 more added this summer and uh, I got 60, but I really haven't got the benefit of them because they didn't get installed till like November. Oh, gotcha. Yep, but, it'll take uh, a while. When I heard he had propane as a as a as a backup, I thought, well, yeah. who did it? And this is the same system you add to it, or is it a whole separate system? I I, I think it's a separate system, and I think they obviously they used the same air distribution or duct system, but I think it's right. an entirely separate standalone propane furnace that he's using. Does that make sense? So you must have some kind of a some kind of a baffle system to block off the the electrical furnace when the when the propane's running. I would imagine. Yeah, he might have a draft. Yeah, uh, uh, vent that closes or something. And Pat could tell us that if you want. Uh, give us an email on it, and I'll put you in touch with him since you already have one, and you and he can talk about it specifically. Okay. Can you do that? Uh, you want me to give you an email off, off the phone or no? So send us an email if you don't mind. Go to the InsideOutsideGuys.com. Send us an email. It's our best bet. Okay. Sounds good. And we'll put appreciate you in contact it. with him. Thank Thanks, you, Sid. Sid. We appreciate it, sir. Yeah. Uh, we had a discussion about, uh, the, I think we got a call from a woman in Ohio that wanted to do a geotherm. And we were talking about the high cost of heating with geotherm sure. because you have to make up such a big difference in the groundwater temperature to what you want the house temperature to be, and that's the electric supplement. And like the guy we just talked to in Texas, he said, my electricity is so expensive. People that think electricity is the solution to the world's problems, I, I'm, I'm telling you. Careful. Careful. I know, but it's not unless this guy... He's got photovoltaic. He's got PV. Pat has 20K of PV, and he still went out and bought new gas furnaces with, that are run by propane. I'm just, electricity is a wonderful product, but it should not be replacing our natural gas. Natural gas, we have an abundance, and it's cheap. Well, you know, I don't think people realize the amount of electricity that's lost between where the energy is produced to the time it gets to your house. I agree. 50%? No? No. But still, we, there is a lot lost. Yeah, we've talked about that. Exactly. We've talked about that in the past. Yeah. You think it's gotten better over the years? Well, I, I think it's more efficient than that, but it's still there's still 
a lot lost between where it's generated and that plug in your wall. Right. You're right. And not only that, but it's expensive. It costs us a lot of money. I'm, I challenge anybody, you know, look at your electrical bill compared to for what it does compared to your natural gas. And we don't have overhead gas lines. They don't get knocked out in winter storms, you know. <laughs> so we've got a pretty good system working for us right now. And and I think I mentioned to you at the beginning of the show, we had a listener say, what happens when they outlaw natural gas with my generator? Yeah. I have an electrical outage. Oh, you're in trouble. No, ain't going to happen, Chuck. I, right <laughs> I now, hope ain't, not. Ain't, ain't going to happen. Good. Never let it happen. I like that. Spring is coming. And what happens when springs come, especially if we get a wet spring? We get a lot of mosquitoes. Mosquitoes keep people from enjoying their yard. Rove Pest Control can take care of that by coming out and treating your yard for mosquitoes and any other those nasty critters you have walking around your property or around your house. Get them taken care of by Rove, R-O-V-E, Pest Control. Stick around. We're going to be from 12 to 1 with Jeff Weaver at Clarkson Window and Door. But right now, we got a couple phone calls, partner. We do. Let's start off the calls by talking to Mike in Kego Harbor. Good morning, Mike. You're on with the guys. Hi. How are you? Good, sir. How can we help you today? Um, I'm in a seven to 750-square-foot house. That's a crawl space, but it's insulated pretty well. And I got a a 90, about about a 95% efficient furnace that was put in. And uh, when it gets down to below 20 degrees, it's it can't make up enough heat. And you, you can get, if it gets really colder out, you could get down to like 60 degrees in the house. Uh, I don't know if the, if the, the, if the, if the limiters could be uh, malfunctioning on it or is, what is common when that something like that happens? Now, this is the house you're living in now in uh, Kego Harbor? Yes. And uh, the furnace is right by the, the wall. It's vented, you know, uh, with the PVC right out around the sides of the uh, airbox. It just goes outside and goes up about two and a half, three feet, you know, and vents. Uh, I thought maybe, you know, when the wind's kicking up and it's cold out that uh, maybe air is being restricted or something. So I pulled off, you know, the intake, you know, on the top of the furnace and let it draw inside air. I even opened up the panel to get as much air to the burners. And uh, when it gets cold like that, it, it, it just can't make it up. When the furnace was first put in, you know, I put my hand on the back of the uh, uh, of the the transition up to the air box. It was about a six inch height, and it got smoking hot. I mean, it, I was incredible. was incredible. But it, I did that like in the fall before you know the winter actually came. But for the last winter, last winter and this winter, it's just when it gets really cold out. Of course, the weather's been okay now, but uh, it just will not uh, get enough heat. And I don't know if there's a Issue sometimes with 96% efficient heaters or 94, whatever it is. Uh, it's a Goodman, and uh, it's about a, it's a, between 60 and 70,000 BTU. So I'm sure it's plenty enough, you know, in the design for the house. Uh, oh, sure. Uh, any ideas? I'm going to have a, a pro come on look at it. But I still wanted to bounce it off with you guys first. One of my first thoughts is, I can almost I get. A guess would be your house was originally built as a cottage, if it's in Kego Harbor. I, so many of oh, those yeah. houses years ago in the 40s and 50s, they were up north for so many people from Detroit. Where's the ductwork? Uh-huh. Is that in the crawl? That, yeah, that's what I asked, too. The ductwork, is it going through the crawl? Is it going over top? Uh, in, uh, in in the portion of the house, about a about uh, it's going through the crawl for about 20 feet in the house, 25 feet. But, you know, I had a, a new a carry um, American Standard put in. My son used to do HVAC, you know, and years ago he's moved away. And we put in put in a, uh, an American Standard, an 80,000, 85% efficient, basically, or 80%. And it smoked that house. I mean, there was no problem with it whatsoever. But the chimney was going bad. Uh, and uh, I rent there, and I always do favors for my landlord. And I told him, you got to re- repair the chimney. You know, because it's just coming apart. You know, it's it's, and they didn't want to do that. I said, okay, then go with the ninety-six percent efficient or ninety-four or whatever, and put it out the wall and, and avoid the, 
you know, the, uh, the chimney and that's what was done. And, uh, so I, I had assumed with the, with the, with the more efficient furnace, you know, uh, forget the efficiency, at least be able to heat the house. And yeah, yeah, but I, you're that. you're really concentrating on the furnace. How, how is the insulation in the house? Have you ever had anyone come in to to check the sidewalls or underneath as well? Oh, it leaks. It leaks. But why would a a similarly powered uh, uh, ninety percent ninety plus percent furnace not be able to uh, get the heat in, whereas an eighty five percent would? I, that is an interesting question, and I don't know the answer to that. But the the key to to me to your question is that when it dips below twenty, it can't keep up. Is that true? Yes, that's true. And like I say, I let it draw inside air. Uh, still okay. can't do it. Uh, the question so, is: Are there limiters? The I don't know on that. Are there limiters? That are not working. All right, let us, let us finish. We have another call we have to get to, so we need to get towards the, the Is the ductwork insulated in the crawl, and it's a crawl space encapsulated? Uh, well, it's encapsulated by the walls, of course. Uh, you know, I actually had Amnesty come out, and they gave a code like $3,000 to, you know, to do it. So at that point, you know, the landlord didn't want to spend the money. So I'm just trying to find out, you know, what's the best thing to do. So the ductwork is not insulated you know, either? I doubt it. You know, it's an old, old house, you know, built back in the 40s and 30s, you know. Okay. Uh, so the bigger and, the know, temperature differential, stuff, the so. faster you lose heat. And and that's when it dips below 20, that furnace just can't keep up that's with exactly the what heat it sounds loss. Like. Yeah, you might be more comfortable in the crawl space. And and the question is, why is why were you more comfortable with the 80% with the 95%? No idea, but I wouldn't have put it, I would have kept an 80% no matter what. Yeah, being a renter, he doesn't have a lot of choices, a lot of things he can do, obviously. So let's stick with the phones. Let's talk to Larry in Oregon, Ohio. Good morning, Larry. You're on with the guys. Oh, sorry, Larry's not there anymore. Sorry. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so, I mean, he, 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 he says he checked it before startup in the fall. It was working great. It appears to be working great now when the temperature is sustained below 20 degrees. Remember, heat goes to cold. So if, if you've got an uninsulated floor, you and I were chatting about this about an hour ago off air, right? Yep. You're going to lose tremendous amounts of heat through that floor. If the ductwork is un, uninsulated, you're losing your heat before it ever gets to where it's supposed to go in the first place. So I would look at those two things first. Uh, if nothing else, you might be able to, if that ductwork is tucked up into a joist space, you might be able to put rigid styrofoam you know below below the ductwork on those joist space to help preserve some of that heat how where how well air sealed is it that that crawl space is you know what we've always suggested is if well it's not encapsulated so right so not very well <laughs> so if you have all. a light underneath there if you could turn a light on when it's really dark outside then walk around and see if you see any light extruding from that found you know underneath there grab a piece grab some caulk grab some um, great stuff foam and get rid of those little any place you see air or see light is where it's losing air so get those sealed off as well it can only help yeah to me it sounds like you've got to take care of the envelope starting from the foundation all the way up to get what you want to to where you want to be so i tell you to put a 95 percent in in place for 80 percent because of a chimney not sure about that one all right, that's the show. We approve, that's the show right now. We want everyone to Up stick to around. Yeah. Stick around as we head over to Pontiac to talk to Jeff Weaver from Clarkston Window and Door. A great conversation. If you're thinking about windows, you're thinking about doors, you want to stick around for the next hour. In the meantime, we'll make this next segment, the Inside Outside Guys, brought to a company we've talked about quite a bit today, and that's Amnesty Air Duct Cleaning. <laughs> 